All right, let's do this thing. Real Estate Radio, we're back on the airwaves here for another Saturday. This is Byron Lazine, One and Company, William Ravis Real Estate, along with Pat Kenny Barnum Plans. What up, PK? And honorary uh, Martin McKinney Service Station Equipment aficionado and cheerleader this week. You're the cheerleader this that's, week. That's it. I'm gonna I'm gonna hold you to to some of the shout outs here. I got a little Martin experience this week myself. <laughs> yeah? Oh yeah. Little CPs or, or no, no CPs? Met Martin to get reloaded on the gift card. So actually if you've been waiting on a gift card, we're a little bit behind. We're a few weeks behind, Pat. I don't, we? You didn't know that. I did not. I, uh, I just I just offered to give the money away, but then the execution of that? The I, execution. We're a few weeks behind. So I, I met up with the Martin man this week. So if you're waiting on a, on a GC, on a gift card to Oleos, those are coming this week. All right? Whammy. And, uh, you know, when you meet up with the Martin, you just you just have a lot of fun. So yeah, that's what little, we did. Well, scampi, let's shrimp scampi. Shrimp without know. the scampi. It's good stuff, man. It's yeah. good stuff. So that's all set. That's locked and loaded. We'll give away some of Martin's money later in the show because I'm sitting on a, a new reload of these Oleo gift cards. And we got a pretty, I think we got a pretty stat heavy show this week. We have a lot of like, we do. there's some numbers around things. Those are the kind of things that we like to dive into and... We're, I mean, ta- we're tapping into some real estate stuff this week. I think week. so. I think it was uh, last week's show I thought was awesome. Uh, it's you know, obviously everybody, if you missed it, you're first of all, you hurt my feelings because you weren't listening. But um, recession, right? The R word is just. Yeah, we hammered the recession talk. We can get into a little bit more of that. Uh, but if you did miss the show or any show, by the way, you can always go on CT Real Estate Radio, the podcast, either on SoundCloud or on your Apple podcast device and download this show and you know, give us a review if you're if you're really feeling froggy, and you can listen to all the old shows. Yeah, re, you know, do some reruns, maybe remix it. I do agree with you, Pat. Last week's show, the recession talk, is really relevant for anybody that actually thinks that this recession or looming or potential recession is going to be hurtful to your real estate values. I would disagree with that. Uh, you can get all my thoughts in that last show last yeah, week. Exactly, and it's been funny. So since that last show, it's not that it's 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 not that recession is receding in terms of like being in the headlines, but the trade war especially has been now, I think more front and center, which obviously has just a huge impact on the markets differently than recessions do. But during the week last week, we had another inversion. So we had another 10 and two go backwards, which is another one. You know, it's, it's just, it's re-signaling the recession again. So there was like two days of the R word just being everywhere. And then Wednesday, Thursday, uh, you know, through the, the balance of the week, we go back to recession but then move into the China trade war. So now we forget about the recession again. It's it's really interesting to see how quick we are to respond to these headlines. Yeah. And I feel like real estate, I think there was, I just saw that. So there was mortgages actually slowed down last week, which I thought was weird because the rates have continued to drop. I mean, the 30-year government bond went below 2%. The mortgage which, rates are all-time lows. Yeah, it's crazy. It's an, even this this article from CNBC that you and I are going to talk about here on today's show talks about what an opportunity it is because of those rates and then because of equity right now yeah. in the market and, and in people's home values, there's a huge opportunity to refi. Oh, it's crazy. Yeah, I mean, it says right here, four, roughly 45 million mortgage holders have excess equity and half of those have mortgage rates higher than four and a quarter. I mean, BFAE would have a stroke right now if we told them that there was 22 million people that have mortgage <laughs> rates over four and a quarter. 45 million mortgage holders have excess equity half of them half of them so 22 and a half million mortgage holders who have excess equity are operating in a mortgage rate higher than 4.25 when you can get into the low threes right now with some with you know depending on situations and all that stuff yeah and i mean you know just 
I think there's a stat further on. You know, we'll dive into this obviously when we really like start to hammer down. But like, there's some really interesting like cash out stats, and there's some more stuff in here that I thought was really exciting. Being just the layman that I am, we talk about this a lot. Obviously, my exposure is much more on the consumer side, obviously, than yours, because this is not the world I deal in. But the fact that this many people have the combination of excess and rates over four, like the fact that you have a rate over four, it, to me, is mind blowing right now. Hopefully, I don't know. Most of those people are in the process of talking to a BFA or, or somebody like that to get refinanced or they're getting someone like me who says, why do you have a rate over four and a quarter? I met with a client two weeks ago. We we're going through the whole thing and we're talking or whatever. Very nice guy, husband, and wife, 7.15 interest rate on his mortgage. No. 7.15. I was like, what? Well, hang on. I was like, what? He's like, I, why, why are the rates now? I was like, what do you mean? What are the rates? It was what? such a bizarre, <laughs> what are the rates? This is, this guy's an engineer, like great. Super yeah. If you don't, guy. Hey, I mean, and it was just, I was like, Holy I mean, to, cow. to defend him, I don't think there's, really much to, I don't know maybe there's defense for it I'm in the game every single day so I'm paying attention to it he literally might be going to work you know well, he not, literally was like he just gets up not paying attention to anything maybe he's so fed up with all the news out there that he's not reading anything doesn't even know about rates nothing and then you know just doing his hobby maybe playing golf or hiking every single day but for him to go through the last like five years where he could have refied basically at any point being over seven percent the fact that nobody like reached out that like some you would That's think his true. mortgage like, company his at least last, would be like hey his what? last lender should have reached out to him they're my, not doing their my job. father my father just refinanced they, they closed on monday tuesday uh he just saved like I again think, a another, percent and yeah. yeah he just bought the house a year like it's just well because, because he had a follow-up and somebody reached out to him and was like hey and because a year ago it was in the it was creeping up remember a year yeah. ago it was End creeping year. up to the high to fours and it actually did yeah. hit five at mm -hmm. one point and so now you're all the way into the low threes. So yeah. you literally could have bought at 5% last year. End of the year. Like we're not even talking like a full 12 years, 12 yeah. months. We're like, and I'm now be now. at the low threes and be in a position where you're like, I'm going to refi. You got to have the, you got to have a lot of times the equity as well to do it. Yeah. I mean, knowing. So if you got a good price on the house or. Knowing your father's deal, he did, you know, there's some, there's some built in equity mm -hmm. the day he bought that deal. Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, I'm looking just yeah, from, from the show that we did with, with, uh, with Brian. October, November, December of last year, 4.83, 4.87, 4.64. Those are the average mortgage rates on a 30 year at the end of the year. Yeah. Right now it's 407 in May, 3.8 in June and 377 in July. And I think, I think to be honest, I think August will come down below. Like I think the average rate will be like 37, 365. It's crazy. Yeah, this article says here, the collective amount of money borrowers could pull out of their homes, meaning, you know, potential, you know, yeah, refi borrowers, people that have a mortgage, could pull out of their homes while still retaining 20% equity, hit a record 6.3 million, or no, trillion. Yeah, two, two, two up, two up from that. 6.3 trillion in the second quarter of this year. And just the- That's according thought, to Black Knight. And what I thought was crazy was just, just last quarter, the increase in that number, was 335 billion with a B dollar. So like that yeah. point 0.3 after the trillion, that happened all in one quarter. That tap that tapable, tap, tap, tap that equity. <laughs> just, just tap it right in. Tap, tap a row. <laughs> 335 billion during one quarter. Yeah, I mean, and listen, you know, I said it last week. I don't think home values are gonna go down even if we have a recession hit. You know, we've seen home values actually go up in three of the last five recessions. But if you do think you're maybe in an area, you know, you obviously want to talk to somebody, but if you do think you're in an area that could uh, be in position for the home values to drop for whatever reason, and you've got the equity, 
getting the equity line in place now at these low rates, getting the the um, refi done mm-hmm. now yeah. with these low rates is just super smart. All right, we're gonna dig into some more of this CNBC article, homeowners sitting on a record amount of cash. We're gonna get into some more of that. Uh, we're certainly gonna give away some Martin's money, a uh, bunch of other stuff. We can get into some more of the recession stuff. What do you want? Did you bring anything to the table, Pat? I'm just here for moral support and high fives like I am every week. Beautiful. Or you know, provide content by sending you all the articles throughout the week. But besides that, I besides I just, all the content, I just keep the clock and and you know. Besides doing everything, <laughs> Pat's going to come back here and join us on segment number two. Stay with us, Real Estate Radio on ninety four nine News Now and stimulating talk. Real Estate Radio, Byron Lazine, One and Company, William Ravis, Real Estate, Pat Kenny, Barnum Plans. We're in the house. We're talking about the amount of cash that homeowners are sitting on is a record amount. It's bonkers. It is a bonkers amount. And they're not tapping into it despite the fact that we're sitting here uh, in the low threes on mortgage interest rates and a lot of people to the tune of 22 and a half million could literally uh, tap into some of this some of this equity that, that is sitting out there. Now equity is a, is a funny thing, Pat. Mm. Because you only, I, I love it when people say to me, hey, I got equity. I got equity in my house. Mm. Oh, you do? You do. As long as you can sell it. it. Do you have a line of credit on it? Yeah. Nope. Then are you refining? No, nah, not doing that. Are you selling? No, I would never. I would never sell. So well, you don't have anything then. You got a house still. You still got the house. You don't have the equity. No, but I've got equity. If I did sell. Oh, so you have a dream of equity. That's that's, that's a good plan. Good plan. Yeah. But if I, if I did do this thing, then I could do the thing that I said. I, if I did the things, equity only means something if you do some things on it, right? So if you, if you take out a line of credit, at the very least, I encourage people to open a line of credit if you're sitting on a bunch of equity. Credit, you know. If you think you might need it in the future, you might want to use it in the future. You just want to have a backup plan. Open up the line of credit and just never pull from it until you need it. Because if your equity disappears, right, if an 08 does happen, mm. I'm knocking on wood right now. I don't, yeah. I don't think we're anywhere close to that in the short term. But if an 08 does happen, if your you know, value of your home goes down 20 plus percent, you're not pulling an equity line of credit then. And they can't take it away from you once they give it. Once the line's up, yep. There's no takey <laughs> after the givey, okay? Which is a key distinction. That's I've heard Bfa say no takey after the givey a lot. So no, is that a Bfa line? I'm kidding. <laughs> no I think you're takey. The third human being on earth who ever said that in that. No, order. That's, a, that's a, Sam. Is that a movie? The takey, the takey givey thing. Like, I mean, that's no, from a movie. The, the, you, I think you might be thinking of like. Uh, so there's. Tommy Likey, Tommy won't like. There's Ooh, that whole thing. Tommy which, boy, Tommy Likey. I think that may, might, that be, might be like it. you might be ex, like extrapolating that out a little bit. I think I'm combining the Tommy boy. It's all good. Listen, Tommy won't wing you. I'm I'm totally game with that, man. It's <laughs> it's all good. It's that's all a good, good movie right there. So that's, that's a throwback right there. That's a classic. It's a movie I've seen more than once. So there you go. Yeah, that, that would explain why you just started to combine like random lines out of the movie into like everyday vernacular. Which listen, I'm proud of you, man. Like it's it's good stuff. Yeah, that's at least forty percent of our of our listeners have just dropped off at this. They're just like, you know what? <laughs> These guys are talking about Tommy Boy and Chris Farley. We're out. We're yeah. done. No. I, I urge you to come back. Please come back. C- come on back. We're, we're not going to. We're going to give away Martin's money. Like we have we, we, people to give away Martin's money. We spent a whole uh, show one time talking about uh, movies, movies, right? We did, yeah. we did like a whole like, top one hundred movies, right? We did, and we. I think there was at least 12 arguments on the air that day because we all disagree with everything. We had, a lot, of, other. We had a lot of callers there. Yeah. All right. We're definitely going to give away some of Martin's money. How can we tie it to this, uh, this equity discussion here? Well, I think there's a couple. There's a, there's a lot of stats in here, right? So we can kind of go through some of the stuff. We can do some recall. Uh, I think, I mean, we already talked about one of them. I'd be curious to see if people 
remember any of the stuff. Just like, what's the total number? We could do that. Yeah, I mean, uh, so we we, do, what was the growth? I thought the growth was just a staggering amount in the last quarter. I thought that was really interesting. And what we're talking about is that $6.3 trillion of tappable equity that's out there here uh, for American homeowners right now. Okay, so this number is more, by the way, than the mid-2006 peak. Okay, so we could ask what percentage more, Pat? Mm. Or yep. do you want to do that? What percent more are we, is the 6.3 trillion than where we were in the last uh, peak, which was mid 2006? Yeah, so compared to 2006, the peak of blank, where are we now in a relationship to that? Is it, yeah, that's a, that's a, that's a solid question. Because yeah, you have to know what the mid 06 peak was. Do you want to give? No, we can't give people that because then they got to do the math. They could just do the math. You would hope. So how much it's higher a yeah. in a percentage? And uh, and if you're within five percent, okay, it's a big, gonna, that's a good margin. For, given the given the answer, that's a good margin. Yeah, I, I like that. You're within if you're within five percent, because this is a sizable number, you know, that we're at right now. If you're within five percent, we'll give you the Oleo gift card. Uh, so the question is, right now we're sitting at six point eight trillion dollars. Three six three. Uh, 6.3, sorry. That'll, Six, that'll matter on the math. That will matter. $6.3 trillion of tappable equity. Okay. What percentage is that uh, above where we were in mid-2006, which was the last peak? Mm. Okay. What percentage has our tappable equity since mid-06, what percentage has that grown? Because it's grown significantly. Yeah, I mean, last quarter okay. alone was three hundred and thirty-five billion dollars. Like that's, it's a hundred and ten billion dollars a quarter a month. That's craziness in terms of appreciation of of home value. Because this is not people; they're doing nothing else. It's literally just the market improving. I think one of the, and I just started to think about this as we were going through that process. The fact that the last peak was in 06, Think about what that says for the recovery period of the real estate market. That's a 13-year yeah. run to get back to that number. And not only back, but the tappable equity that we have right now as homeowners uh, that are, have a mortgage. Okay, so there's a homeowners that have a mortgage mm -hmm. here in this country has significantly grown since mid-2006. If you email to Byron at oneandcompany.com, the answer in percentage, and you're within 5%, you're getting the Oleo gift card from service station equipment. So you can say 10%, 15, 20, 25, you know, go on and on, whatever the heck you Any think number it you is. Want. 11 Any number 4, whatever. I'll tell you right now, it's significant. It's a huge jump. It's a so big, big jump. Email your answers into Byron, B-Y-R-O-N, at oneandcompany.com. That's all spelled out, O-N-E-A-N-D, company.com. Just send your answer in. The first one that does send that correct answer in within 5%. Will win. So again, one more time. The question is, what percentage are we higher from mid two thousand and six to now on our tappable equity uh, on these homes that that uh, have a mortgage on them? So we're sitting at six point three trillion right now, and there's been a huge jump since mid two thousand and six. It's kind of crazy. Like there know, was a drop off after, and then exactly there was drop. yeah there was the oh eight oh nine you know debacle. But like I think one of the things. You know, we started the show saying it's going to be a pretty stat-heavy show because there's a lot of really good data points in this article, especially for what is a relatively short read. 
one of the things I thought was very interesting in 2006, so the same time we were talking about that that peak, the last time we had that peak, 89% of refinances were cash out refis. So people, you know, people actually using and, and grabbing that equity. In 2012, at the bottom of the real estate market, that percentage went from 89 to 12. 12% of refinances were to pull cash out, probably because there wasn't the equity there because of the, the crash. And now, even with the crazy stats that we just gave, where 45 million people have the ability to do this, only 61%, so less than two-thirds of, of refis, are for cash-out equity right now. That's still a, that's still a pretty, I mean, especially when you compare it to the to peak of almost 90% in 06, but that's a, I think there's a lot of, I don't say missed opportunity, but like, what could you do with it? Back to your point, what are you doing with it when you say it's on, you know, I have equity. Yeah, but if you, if you, if you don't have it because you haven't actually acted on it, you have to act on it to actually have it. So you got to pull a line of credit. You got to you got to refi or you got to sell. The easiest way to get your equity is to sell. Exactly. Because then it's in your savings account. Somebody exactly. Somebody hands you a check yeah. with a bank name on it, and then yeah. You in, and so this article even is misleading because it's talking about six point three trillion in tappable equity. If everybody tapped into that six point three trillion, I'm telling you right now, that would impact the market. Hmm. And that would, that would have a small, yeah. That number would decrease. Uh, well, yeah, it's the same as, you know, uh, Elon Musk is worth $23 billion because he has X amount of shares of Tesla. He sells it all. Tesla's not worth what it's worth anymore. Correct. You flood the market. Those kind of things happen. That's always... Or if Elon resigns from Tesla. Yeah, exactly. There's so many things that are outside impacts, but I think, you know, but in all of it's kind of the same way, right? We talk about home values, the same thing. There's there There are baseline assumptions you have to all agree on. A house is only worth what it'll sell for. That's really right. what, what a house is worth, not what you think it, its value is. It's whatever somebody's willing to pay you for it. That's the actual value of your home. But it's it's crazy. Just the, the, I don't think I ever had a, a reference for the scale of these numbers. Like the fact that we're in the trillions shouldn't be as surprising, you know, when you consider the number of homes and mortgages and that kind of thing. But in, in 2006, here's what's interesting too, Pat. In 2006, okay, so we're referencing 2006 in our, in our OLEO giveaway, but... In 2006, 89% of the refinances that took place were cash out refinances, yeah. according to Freddie Mac, right? People taking the money. Just put in the bank. Go do, do literally anything else. Well, in 06, they were going on vacation with it. But yeah. in, in 2012, when home prices dropped, that cash out percentage on refinances went to 12%. Okay? Yeah, that was that crash that, was like, that I thought was absurd. I was like, holy cow. But now... Prices are back. People are much more conservative. The refinance, the cash out refinances that are happening are just 61% of the total pool of refinances. So basically a full third less than what we saw in 2006. Yeah. So less people are refining for the reason of just taking cash out and doing whatever the heck with it. Well, we talked about a little bit last week too, right? Recession this time around, people are a lot different because the assumption of the consumer is that I, things I, are tighter and things are, are I more I see regulated. different behaviors. Well, so it even talks about it. guidelines are a little tighter than they were in, in 06. Are you seeing different behaviors with your, with, you in know, my world? Uh, in your I world. Mean, sort of. Yeah. I think one of the problems we run into a lot more is, conservative behaviors, meaning a uh, little, slightly more conservative. A lot of it, I think people have gotten, uh, and Sam and I were talking about before we started the show is we're at such, such a peak people are, are now starting to become cautious of the, the, of peak, the edge of, of the cliff. Yeah. yeah. They're just, they think that we're, you know, we're, we're, we're flying too close to the sun. And the other problem that I think a lot of 
uh, it's tough to get a tan if you're not close to the sun. That's what I always say. Very true. Or, or being Irish and German, it's just tough to get a tan, period. That's but true. Like, um, I think one of the, the things that we're running into a lot is that the everybody's phone, you know, the, the average consumer downloads CNBC or you know pick your news outlet for whatever, and the phone buzzes at you all the time, right? So every time you see this alert, you see this thing, people have these gut reactions to things, and they just become irrational. They're not paying attention to what is actually happening, and it's just it's it's instinct and it's emotional behavior. Same, you know, people have. Oh, what do you think your house is worth? There's an emotional response to that, not your job, which is no, no. This is what the house will actually sell for, and that happens in our world. But now it's because of the the access to information and how much gets pushed to you. People are so much more reactive. And some of these three paragraph articles talking about recession are like so empty. They're crap. for information. No, it's yeah, there's like, nothing in what? it. Because you put recession in bold letters in the title of, of the article. It's clickbait, right? It's like somebody like, you're like, all right, cool, I'll open it. You go through it and you're like, dude, there's nothing here. Yeah, I've gained nothing but wasted 45 minutes of my life, or 45 yeah. seconds of my life. Thanks. Yeah, it's crazy. But it gets you to open it. I mean, that's... It's crazy. All there's right. an ad somewhere, you know. We come back. We're going to go through the open houses. We're talking more of this tappable equity we've got here in these American homes. A little Farley, a little Sandler. We're all over the place. A little bit of everything. Real Estate Radio. <laughs> stay with us. 94.9 News Now and Stimulating Talk. It's open house land, Pat. Ooh. It's the open house time. This is what we do on Real Estate Radio. Staying on real estate. We talk on the real estate stuff. If you've ever got an open house that you want us to promote here on this show, we actually had one a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Uh, an agent sent in an open house. We'll read your open house. You can be a for sale by owner. You could be an agent. You could be a seller. You could be anybody that's got a legit open house going on. Don't be wasting our time. Yeah, I mean, But if on. you send in this op- an open house for uh, next weekend, you can just email it uh, uh, over to me at byron at oneandcompany.com. Same place you'll email over for the Oleo gift cards for the Martin money. And we'll promote your open house, all right? So this weekend, what do we've got? We've got a whole bunch of one and company at William Ravis Real Estate Open Houses. We've you got guys are five working months. on Labor Day weekend like you guys we're are putting the labor the, into labor day weekend we're working through the weekend i think I like people it. uh it's, it's a nice weekend people are going to be getting out and it will absolutely be a good weekend to check out some real estate so today we've got two open houses we've got one that's getting finished up here in the next half hour emily's been over at fox hop yard since 10 a.m and she's finishing up around noon so if you're in the fox hop yard area you can pop over there till about noon today that's a new development right on the golf course. And 607 Fox Hop Yard Road in particular is the house that you can see right on fairway number three. That's at 1.1 million, completely ridiculous, customized luxury home. But we've got packages starting over there at 699000 So connect with Emily. She'll be there today until noon. She'll also be there tomorrow from 1 to 3. You just pull right into Fox Hop Yard Golf Course. You follow the signs. You go over to number 607, and she can walk you through that particular home and then all the other options that are available to you from Ucello Development over at Fox Up Yard. Your obligatory stop on the rocks, either on the way in or oh, yeah, the way out. A, Probably on the way out. Hopefully you go see Emily and stop at the restaurant for sure. Really good restaurant. Uh they got tennis courts there. You get a free golf membership for a year when you buy in over there. It's a great uh, course. We just played there a couple months ago. It's a great we played course. There. It's it is. It is really well done. One of the top courses in Connecticut. All right, also today, brand new listing. This one is going to have a lot of traffic at it today. I'm excited about this one because of who's there. 
Are you? I'm very excited. Oh, about because uh, <laughs> very excited for my man. I'm really pumped for this one. So DJ Barry, uh, this is his first open house with one in company. That's what I mean. Like I'm, yeah. I'm. This is like I'm excited for this. I'm gonna have to make it pop over there. DJ, uh, super experienced sales guy, just joined one in company, doing his first ever open house here with with the team. He's got to get some love. You got to stop by and go like go see DJ. You should just... go stop by and see DJ. He's a great guy. He'll be over at 206 Moxley Road in Montville from two to four. 206 Moxley Roads listed at $215,000. This is a screaming deal, guys. Absolute screamer. I don't see how it makes it through Labor Day weekend. You're probably not going to ever hear me talk about this house again on this show because I believe it'll be sold very quickly. We're already seeing a ton of showings here since it went on the market on Wednesday. I'm talking, you know, brand new listing and uh, it's listed at 215000 DJ is going to be over there from today. Uh, from two to four today. That's two oh six Moxley Road in Montville. All right. Also tomorrow, Sunday, we've got the first day of September. Nine yeah. one. Nine it's all over. Hot. It's all over, man. Uh, first day of September uh, tomorrow, we've got Lee over at sixty eight Jennifer Lane in Griswold. That's from twelve to two. Sixty eight Jennifer Lane is a one owner, uh, custom built home, ridiculous square footage it's uh up over 3,000 square feet and oh by the way there's another 1700 square feet that you can finish out i've uh, i've been peeking i was looking at this one we were talking about djs first of all there's a couple of things there the porch porch is insane dude is you can get lost <laughs> it's, in the, that porch. it's the entire house it's it's unbelievable the porch is and it's gorgeous like the wood it's it's a i mean it's just it's a beautifully done you can literally get lost in the porch and it's in Jennifer Lane. If you're not familiar with it in Griswold, it's a cul-de-sac in Griswold that is all up on this like hill. Yeah, it's this huge. I, I like the, uh, I'm looking at like the backyard, I guess, the side yard, I guess. What do you want to call it? It's, with the huge porches, but like the retaining walls are there. It's all like super nicely hardscaped. When you, it's a great looking house. When you pull up to Jennifer Lane at the bottom of this particular cul-de-sac here, it's almost so grand the way these houses are perched up on this hill. Yeah, they kind of like, like it kind of opens up out of the trees. Yeah, I know you're right. I'm just looking at it now. It's like, holy. It's like the Hollywood Hills of Griswold. Ooh. You know, it's just ridiculous. The Hollywood Hills? You, uh. you got some peekaboo views at Patchogue, but you can certainly just in a couple of uh, steps or skips over fast you go, get right over to Patchogue Pond. So. And one of the most ridiculous workshops I've seen. Mm-hmm. Like, Crazy workshop holy there. Holy cow. It's a great house. So that's tomorrow uh, with Lee from... 12 to 2, 68 Jennifer Lane in Griswold. Also tomorrow, uh, I'll be over at 66 High Street in Guilford from 1 to 3. That's 66 High Street in Guilford, award-winding condo community right downtown overlooking the Guilford Marsh. You can walk to the train station. You can walk to the green. You can go get a martini, walk your your way back. Uh, One-floor living, uh, underground parking garages, elevator up ridiculous community those are kind of priced at uh you can get in for about a million and, and go up from there we'll let you spend as much money as you want peloton there. in the gym yeah you get that's, it all that's a big one i think so that's the one in company at william ravis real estate open houses for this weekend if you've got any open houses you want us to promote for next weekend absolutely please send those over to me byron at oneincompany.com do you know uh peloton is uh filing for its ipo I would imagine that that's coming. I don't think it's a good idea. No, huh? No, I just, I don't know. They, do you think, why do you think it's a uh, fad? No, I don't think it's a fad. I think the problem is, is that their their revenue model is broken. They're, 
they're based on the because obviously they have to release the financials before the IPO comes out. Not only are they losing money every quarter, which is fine. A lot of new companies have been doing that. You know, Uber lost three point five billion dollars last quarter. Like lost that much money. It's unbelievable. But um, the problem is Peloton is eighty almost eighty percent of its revenue is derived from hardware, meaning the bikes and the shoes and the weights and the the treadmill. Only twenty percent, a little bit less than twenty percent, is coming from the subscription to the services. So obviously all of the revenue, like a company like Adobe, Adobe switched X amount of years ago. Oh, by the way, I got hit Adobe. I'm coming for you. I got to figure this out. I saw on my credit card, you hit me twice. Double whammy. I don't know. I'm sure I've got, I'm sure there's a reason. There's for like it. 17 subscriptions, but like, but their These subscription models are brutal though. You but, just see them pop up. You're like, I have that. Yeah. I know I have Adobe, but I'm like, what's the second one for? But from a revenue standpoint, if you're somebody who's looking at a stock, you know that that, that, that company, company XYZ is going to bang you $12 a month every month until you remember to cancel it forever. And they do that a hundred million times versus I'm going to spend $3,000 on the machine once. And then that's it. Your nut happens at once. Then you never get collect money off of that again. That's, that's kind of an antiquated model. That's not really, that's very much like cars and those kind of things where you make the money up front on the piece of equipment. 97% of like well-funded and good, like think about Uber. Uber doesn't have hardware at all and is, is purely a subscription and model. And and revenue based? A su- well, not a su- subscription model. Not subscription, but like it. Well, yeah. well actually, no, that's a lie. You can. You can actually subscribe to. There's Uber. Oh, you can. There are Uber subscriptions now where oh. you can like. Not. It's not a huge part of the revenue, but um, you get. Like, they, they have on not IPO though yet, right? No, 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 no. They're still filing yeah. all the financials and that kind of thing. It's just. But they tried a. They tried a couple of years ago. They were going to do the same thing, and then they ended up getting into a lot of hot water for a lot of the music they played during their classes. They ended up in this in this this not lawsuit, but there was a lot of like, hey, you're not paying us enough to use these songs in your classes, like as the artists. Oh, now we're talking Peloton. Pe- I'm sorry, Peloton yeah, yeah, again, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. No, I mean, Uber IPO'd six months ago. So. Yeah, I was trying to figure out where the songs and oh, Uber did IPO six oh, months ago. Oh yeah, Uber ago. and Lyft, yeah, Uber so. and Lyft okay. have both been out for, that's yeah. Why, okay, yeah, okay, yeah. okay, they did, they did. Yeah, that's why we know like what their numbers are, but um, you know, there's there's a half a million customers that use uh, Peloton subscription service, which is up almost double from a year ago. That's really good, but there's not, they're not even making a billion dollars a year on that yet. It's for, the volume that they charge, or the dollar amount that they charge for the hardware, the that's a one-time shop. How many times do you have to buy the bike? I mean, yeah, I'm sure at some point it'll break or whatever, but you're not, if you're relying on that. And those bikes are really well built. I don't think you have to buy another one. Yeah, unless you buy one like for your wife or your husband. Like unless you buy yeah. a second one, you're not gonna like replace it really. Unless you're gonna get a fleet of them. Yeah, and I think that they're coming out, uh, I was just talking to somebody that I met. She's in like a pilot program. There's a new, like there's like model 2.0 is coming out. But I don't know if that's going to be. It's it's almost like an iPhone, right? Like, do do you have to buy the next one? No, you probably wait a couple of models before you replace it. Because is it going to really be that much better? Yeah, they just make the tweaks. Uh, out of uh, Uber, mm-hmm. just out of curiosity, because I haven't followed that stock at all. Uh, how is the stock doing since the IPO? Not so bueno. No. No, they came out at the bottom end of their range and have dropped below that consecutively because they keep so uh, they keep losing money and they keep reporting that they're losing money and they're losing it at a faster clip than people expected, including themselves. And when you can't successfully predict how fast you're going to lose money, that makes the investors incredibly uncomfortable. So they launched at like 42, 43. They popped up to I think 46 at one point. Maybe 47 was the high. They're at like they're they're 32 dollars again wow. um, because they just they can't figure out how to monetize. And just stop the bleeding, and people are getting nervous about that. So, well, why do they lose so much money? Because uh, they're just inve- they're they're spending it like they're doing. They just keep reinvesting it. They they're reinvesting a tremendous amount of money, uh, but they're also their margins are getting razor thin on stuff. And some things they're just flat out losing money on. There's a lot huh. of things that are just lost leaders. The goal is to get you to download the app. I mean, they don't own the car. They don't. But marketing, I yeah, I don't know. 
All right. Yeah. Um, we'll put a little bow on this this uh, this whole equity talk too, right? Mm, when we absolutely. come back, let's put a bow on that. Let's give away maybe a little bit of more Martin's money. I'm sitting on a Ooh. treasure chest over here. Stay with us. Real Estate Radio, 94.9 News Now and Stimulating Talk. All right, pal, let's put a little bow here on this uh, equity discussion, the CNBC article. I like bows. Bows are good. I like the bow. All the right. Tie bow? No, that's weird. Yeah. Billy Blanks? Remember him? Who? Billy Blanks, the guy who, did tie, the guy who brought out Tybo. No. Yeah. Never heard of him. Mm. Billy Banks? Blanks. Blanks. Yeah. All right. Well, I figured uh, we're going back to like Farley and Sandler. I'm just going to keep bringing up like random 90s stuff. Just 90s kinda, stuff. Tybo, is that the workout thing? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's my man, Billy Blanks. It's coming back to me now. There you go. All right, Pat, what did we, uh, how are we giving away some of Martin's money? Let's recap that. I think people just, just email us and we just start saying because we're really nice guys. No, um, so. Don't do that. Don't, yeah. I'm well, definitely you picking. You can email us, but we're, we're email, not doing that. I'm that's, only picking the, the first person that gets it correct. The right answer. So we went a little stat heavy, which is we'd like to do, but uh, 6.3 a trillion. Jesus, I just, admit, I just did the thing. 6.3 trillion. Trillion with a T. Uh, dollars in tappable equity yeah in homes for for people is, that have a mortgage for people who own mortgage is how much higher percentage wise than the last peak back in mid 2006 and it's a big boy number it's a sizable percentage so if you're within five percent we're going to give you the oleos gift card i mean martin and the boys and girls at service station equipment they pay for it so i just get to give it away uh so if you're win- within five percent we'll give it to you if you're the first one that emails the correct answer to Byron at oneandcompany.com. I think just the fact that we're giving you five should give you some idea for how big of a number we're Like, it's not four, seven. Yeah, it's like, not it's 2% a, pop. It's a big number. Yeah. It's over a trillion. Trilly. We don't talk over, about trillions a lot. We never talk about trillions. You it's, start talking about real estate, Pat, you start talking about trillions we're in of the, dollars. Whew, that's a big, These aren't big these boy. little stocks. These are. This is real estate. Real estate doesn't make up much of the GDP. Do you know that? It's it's a really small. You said that to me, I think. I did, actually. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. <laughs> it's a really small percentage. <laughs> I do appreciate that you listened to that part, at least. I, was... I, listen, I didn't listen to anything else you said. <laughs> it happens. It's okay. Uh, I'm okay with that. It's fine. But I did listen to that. It's, it's okay. I mean, the market cap for the S&P is $25.6 trillion. I mean, that's, that's yeah, no big deal. But um, $25.6 trilly. Trills. The trills. I think last quarter was just... Uh, have you so uh, let's use that as an example, right? So have you seen in the last quarter, in from March to to, to June, did you notice uh, an appreciable growth in in like for instance, if you I don't know how many homes you see more than once, but did you start to see an average trend of of upward costs or prices in in listings as a home? Like if you were taking on a new listing, did you like oh this is a little more, or the market looks like it might be able to support a little yes. higher cost than yes yeah so, so yeah the, yeah definitely I just actually took a listing this past week in old Lyme that just last year I think would have been 40 to 50 less wow. thousand less what's the total what do you think the it's under 500 okay that's that's a what, under 500,000 that's an 8 to 10 percent yeah I mean that's oh, yeah. a huge portion yeah. of that yeah yeah it, yeah oh what portion of that would that have been I mean like if it's 50,000 dollars um, on a three million dollar house that's not quite as impactful but like we're, it's 50, we're, on we're about 10 percent there 10 yeah 8 to 10 I mean depending on yeah that's that's what I mean that's a, that's a big jump and so uh i've seen it on a lot of uh, of these moving price points in whichever town you know is is the property's in right so you know if the average price point is two hundred and seventy-five thousand in town a 
then those homes I'm seeing jump up quite a bit. Mm. I'm not seeing it necessarily in the luxury price points. So funny, further on in this article, they talk about how uh, the rising the rising prices of homes is gaining about 3.1% annually uh, as of June. Uh, kind of on uh, the company as a whole, but it says in some major markets like New York City, LA, Chicago, San Francisco, where, where home prices are very high, those prices were barely in the positive number at all. And Seattle actually re- lowered. Seattle actually, yeah. actually dropped 1% in average prices. Yeah, these luxury markets that, that have a ton of luxury price point and, and that's, you know, like New York City, you know, a million bucks doesn't get you much, right? So they're they're absolutely feeling some pain. But here in Connecticut, in our average uh, price points, mm. we're actually seeing some some jumps depending on the town and, and some significant jumps because we were late to the party like we usually are. <laughs> and even just this quarter two and quarter three have been really good. Yeah. Yeah. Now, well, is it, is, I mean, some of that, I think historically, right, spring is a good time to sell, right? Is that? Yeah. If, I think if I understand that correctly, but especially in areas like this and where, where listen, you're weather dependent a lot. These next two months, September and October, if you've got a, a property that you want to sell and it's in the average price point of your community, now's as good as time as ever. You're starting to see less time on market? Yeah, Price correctly, obviously. Yeah, that's, time that's on huge, market's but, gone down. Yeah. Time on market's gone down. We've, we're almost like hitting, you know, for example, 2018, we sold basically the same amount of homes, I think, as 2008, depending on the county. Like, the transaction numbers are there. Yeah. You know what I mean? We talked about that early in the year. We did the whole, like, year over year over year. Those, I mean, that was, like, the stat-heaviest show I think we've ever done. Yep. We did two of them. I mean, it was, but. We're in a 10-plus year recovery. Yeah. And, and that's the same for where we're at with real estate. I mean, real estate has been on a run-up, and it's a really good time to sell. On the flip side, it's uniquely, depending on what you're buying, a pretty good time to buy because the interest rates are so low. They weren't this low last time people were buying all this real estate in 06. Yeah. They were significantly higher. I mean, 06, I'm just looking at 06. 06's average ended up at 6.41. That's double where mm-hmm. we're at right now. Well, I think that that's a huge... You know, so talk about like the perfect storm in a positive way, right? We have... Uh, Connecticut finally has caught up or is beginning to catch up the the marketplace is driving interest rates to a point where people are are i think we talked about this with, with bfa and even with you a couple weeks ago was people who were like eh, maybe i should i'm thinking about buying in the next year two years when you hear the words historically low in this situation it's a pretty good time to make a move i think for the average person and so you know having that kind of uh that ammunition in your back pocket i feel like has to make a difference let me give I you know? some. Let me give you some stats here, Pat. Looking through, stat it up. Because I know you're 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 you like these numbers. This is a stat show. Mm. Maybe that's what we'll name the uh, podcast: the Stat Show. <laughs> All right, let me uh, let me pull it up here. If you ever want to get some information on the market, all you got to do is go to blog.oneandcompany.com. Every month, we're giving you market data and. You know, you just scroll through, you find the one that's relevant to you. But uh, every month we're putting out market stats and for Middlesex County, New London County, and New Haven County here in Connecticut. So these ones, this blog that I just pulled up quickly um, gives me, let's look at, let's look at New London County. You want to do that? Yeah. Hit me with, with New London and uh, so you we'll come down. So in New London County, we've actually seen average days of sell go up a little bit. 
Okay. So 66 to 78, if you're looking in the month of July, I or right here at the end of August, I'll be able to update those, but we're just looking at the month of July. It actually went up a little bit. So, um, 66 days to 78. So I was wrong on that one for New London County. Yeah, but I think that, but, but I think there's a reason for that though, right? It's beginning of summer vacation for a lot of people. There's probably, like, I'm yeah. less inclined to act on things quickly, especially when I'm on vacation in July. Yeah. The average pr- uh, sale price went up. Price went up. Price went up. So, uh, you had 249,000 average sale price to 251. Mm. Uh, number of sales went down a little bit, not much, and volume went down just a little bit. Um, that's that trend is the same for New Haven County. Days actually went up a little bit, uh, and this is the whole market, which is if we're looking at the the actual average price points, those days have gone down. Yeah, I don't have that data right in front of me, but if we're gonna pin the two fifty or three fifty. I'm pretty confident saying from what I've seen those days go down. But overall, the market's gone up in average days to sell 52 to 60 in New Haven County. Average sale price popped quite a bit from 239 to 250,000. Number of sales went up in New Haven County from 1549 to 1626 and total volume went up over 20 million in that in that time period. Wow. So uh, New Haven County certainly seeing uh, some good signs. Middlesex County average days are flat. Uh, active listings went down. Average sale price went up a lot. Two hundred and seventy-three thousand, Pat, mm. in Middlesex County in July twenty eighteen. Average sale price to three hundred and nine thousand in July twenty nineteen. That's more than a ten percent pop. That's crazy. That's a huge pop. Uh, number of sales just down a little bit, but the volume went up a few million in Middlesex County because of that average sale price. Yeah, for spot. sure. I was just looking uh, real quick. JP Morgan has a, uh, a whole segment on like housing risk and housing market. Uh, some interesting stats in there, but one of the things I thought was kind of cool, the nationwide nominal house price index is now 40% above the 2012 low point and 4% above the peak that it reached in 06. So we are, the, na- the, the nominal house price right now nationwide is actually four percent higher than its peak of 06. So yeah, on a national level, we have, have you know we're finally starting to appreciate some of that in Connecticut, where we've actually not just caught up, but we've actually exceeded uh, what was the peak, and yet we still have this crazy stat with the uh, the tappable mortgage that's even so much higher. And if you and kind of digging in a little bit further, if you wanted me to send you, you know any of this stuff we, we've got every single town broken down if you go to our 2019 market stats january through june blog that breaks down every single town in all of these counties that we're talking about um so yeah it's it's uh and and listen here and here's some stats for you pat let's go six months because we were going yeah we'd, we'd like month. super yeah so if we go june to or no january through the end of june New Haven County uh, prices went up from two average sale price from 266 to 277,000. So that's a 4.27% increase. Uh, New London County saw an increase of 1.92% in uh, the first six months of the year. And Middlesex County saw an 8.09% increase. Holy so cow. all three counties increased their sale prices that's cr- and that's that just kind of reaffirms i think some of what we're talking about right with the 
homeowner sitting on this absurd amount of cash and being able to tap it and that I think yeah. implies that you have this equity available. Yep. But again, you're not you're not acting on it like you said before unless you're doing something. Got to so, act on the equity. Otherwise, it's nothing. It's phantom. If you're interested in that article, you could always email email me and we'd be happy to send it to you, but that's on CNBC. Uh, just type in homeowners sitting on a record amount of cash. All right. If you need anything from Pat here during the week, Pat, you're going to be around and alive and breathing this week. That's the plan. All right. So if Up you, and running. You Unless the to, market closes on Monday, which it will be, you can still call me. You still we get all of them. You can email, whatever you want to talk about. You can find Pat any any day of the week on barnumplans.com. And you can always connect with me at oneandcompany.com. Appreciate everybody listening. Have a great Labor Day weekend. Right, Pat? That's it. That's it. It's going to be good times. All right. Enjoy. Stay safe. (laughs) Thank you, guys.